0: have you ever said to yourself holy crap how they do that on this podcast we talk with and about people doing amazing things they never thought possible let's go all right we're back and we're talking with our good friend craig richard who is an amazing musician among of other things among other things uh you have to tune into the episode where we talked about not only climbing ultimately climbing el capitan but falling and having to climb down then back up to get rescued to rescue himself i should say. climbing back up in a place that's only designed to repel down that's mind-boggling yeah holy crap how do he do that yeah. You, you definitely wanna tune into that. But Craig has had an amazing life so far. It's not over yet. He hasn't even written the best chapter yet. Uh, but Craig has been all over, played with tons of folks. And it's definitely one of those, holy crap, how'd he do that? Especially for a guy that plunks around on a guitar,
1: can only dream of playing in a stage in his own mind. This guy has played on stage all around the world. So welcome back, Craig. Thank you, great to be here. So tell us, where did music
2: enter your life? Well, um, I love to talk about my family because I really was influenced by both mom and dad. The outdoor adventure and rock climbing came from my father, Ron, who was a prolific rock climber and started me when I was five. And then my mother, Carol, was a high school choir teacher. So I started singing and playing piano when I was also about five or six years old. And then in school, picked up the saxophone. And it's just one of those kind of, uh, yes, this is for me type things. So I just, my soul led up and just kind of ran with it ever since. So how many in- instruments do you play? Okay. Uh, Well, I play the saxophone, although there's five different types. I'll just call that one. Uh, I play guitar, I play piano, I sing, and I play the drums. So, however many that is. But not all at once. (laughs) So, it doesn't doesn't play
0: drums when he's rock climbing <laughs> yeah no Greg <laughs> you'll love this I, uh, I I owned a restaurant with my brother we we're going to bring in some live music and I said hey we need to find one of them one man bands and my brother gave me this weird look like what are you talking about like I could tell what he pictured was like the guy with the harmonica and the guitar with the cymbals between his knees <laughs> and, <a great> <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> and all of this I'm like yeah. no, like I have a friend that, that he, he plays the guitar but he plays with truck you know with a track background or you know I've piano player friends that play with different tracks and background music and whatnot but my brother, it was so funny like a one-man band like uh but we got to we've seen you you as a one-man band but you've had the privilege uh honor i don't know what you would call it i guess we'll ask you that but um to play with in some amazing places with some amazing people so how about a little
2: bit of that sure yeah um After I graduated from college with a music degree, uh, I started working on cruise ships actually. And uh, I played as a house band musician, backing up a lot of big artists. And I just always thought like, it's fun playing in the band, but I wanna be that guy. I wanna be the, the frontline guy, you know, the headliner. So I crafted my own show and just had a right place at the right time kind of moment where a big entertainer got sick and canceled their performance and the entertainment director said, if you promise me, this is the real deal. We'll put you on. And, uh, it was a huge success. Got a standing ovation for my first show. And, um, these people called up their agents said, this guy's the real deal. And within a couple of weeks I was on a world tour doing my own headline show on all these different cruises. And, um, so that was the beginning of that. I had the real great honor of meeting uh, the saxophonist Kenny G in 2011. And that just came about uh, through my best friend who owns a saxophone equipment company in Miami, Florida called Duke Off. And he just put us together. Kenny asked if uh, I could play a little bit for him. He said, you sound pretty great. Play with me in my next show. And like you know it's one of those sh- yeah sure you know whatever you say uh-huh. and uh, that's funny i met north
0: brooks it. and he did not say that same thing did, to me. Play? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said hey uh, be sure to buy a ticket to my next show is that where, <laughs> yeah.
1: that where the song friends in little places yeah. came <laughs> he was thinking yeah. no
0: he was thinking about his friends <laughs> i was in the little places <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: But uh, since then, Kenny and I have played together four times in different locations and had some other great connections come through that. And uh, again, to, to paraphrase one of my, my favorite philosophers, Joseph Campbell, music is my bliss and following that bliss has opened some incredible doors uh, when I didn't go looking for it, when I was just doing what I loved. So. We're filming this in
1: June of 2021. Cruise ships aren't traveling yet. What's your game plan? Are you gonna go back into the cruise ships or are you gonna
2: do, do a different route? Well, um, like a lot of people, I'm, I'm taking it one day at a time right now. I do have some cruise ship offers for 2022. So they are hopeful that they'll be up, up and running again. And I would love to get back to that. It's an incredible performing opportunity for a headline entertainer. I mean, I travel the world. I play two shows a week. And in between that, I'm a free guest on a cruise, going to these destinations. Yeah, eating that's in the awesome. room. You know, going to the spa. It's, it's not a bad gig, really. <laughs> so we,
0: maybe
1: we, we should learn we, how to say But, but we actually. We haven't even announced this yet, but we do have a cruise coming up, right? We do have a cruise coming up, Knock the year. Cop Cruise. The
0: cop Cruise coming up. Uh, tune in. Send us an email at uh, info at We'll to tell you all about maybe, it.
1: Maybe we can work to get Craig as the uh, featured as, performer as, the,
0: as our headline entertainment. That would be awesome. That'd be cool. Then,
1: yeah. then we can hang out with him for three, four days. Mm-hmm. I always I wanted to be a roadie. Hey, I'll be a roadie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, you you guys met me in Savannah and I was just playing some local gigs. That was fun, trying something different. So like a lot of musicians, you know, in this very different time, we're just kind of doing what we can. And um, that's good, too. But I look forward to getting back on the stage. I I think this is the
0: only person I know that's got a pivotal guitar. Oh, and Craig I don't know when the last time you were in South Florida but your guitar looks like the Hard Rock Hotel in Fort Lauderdale or in Hollywood. Oh yeah. That's uh, right
2: next to the factory where I work with my friends. Yep. Oh wow.
0: So yeah. Craig's guitar folds in half. Yep. And so that's what Purpose well, purposely. <laughs> yeah, not not because he got got mad and and, and flung it into his uh, not like the uh, rock chorus on stage. Yeah. But it I saw it in the bag and I said hey that looks like a guitar if it if it's shaped like a guitar at the bottom but there's no neck and yeah. uh, and then uh, and 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 Craig said well yeah that is my guitar and it just folds in half makes it easy for transport but it, actually when you take the guitar out of the case without but before you connect the neck that's exactly what the uh, hard rock hotel down in hollywood florida looks like at the casino it looks like a guitar with no neck but it's got the strings and the, the frets and all that stuff and that's as much that's as it. I can. the strings yeah. just fold yeah, over the strings just the... fall over and you line into the pool. No. <laughs> no I mean on his, on his guitar. Oh yeah. over. and uh and it, it took him all of about eight
2: seconds to tune it and, and it sounded great. Um, as you can see Craig we're easily impressed. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I like to, to think and do things outside of the box, you know, to try something different. So outside of playing with Kenny G, what is
1: your favorite moment from from performing?
2: Yeah, um, these, these concerts that I do, I get a lot of time on the microphone as well to just kind of tell stories and interact with people. One of my favorite things I've developed through my performing career is actually not performing at all. It's just being myself, talking about what's real in my life and, and the struggles that I face that are really universal struggles, and having this unique interaction with an audience that feels very one-on-one but with, with a lot of people. And just like anybody else, you know, I certainly have and continue to have my trials and life and being vulnerable about that in a stage setting, I've found to be a very rewarding and powerful tool to connect with. with I, other people. I, I love that doc, because
0: even with social media, we would think that we would feel more connected, but the thing that you hear overwhelming is that so many people feel like they're the only ones going through particular struggles right? Whether it's, uh, weight or height or looks or sexuality or popularity or whatever it is. Um, it, they think they're the only one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they think that they're the only one going through it. They can't talk to other people about it. And here Craig is taking the platform, not standing up there and saying, look, this is my viewpoint on life and this, you have to adopt it or you're a you know, SOB, but saying, look, I suffered or I've been in pain or I've been unhappy or I haven't got what I wanted. And this is how I work my way through it. And music is one of the great releases for me to That's clear my mind. head, to write myself.
1: Um, because as, as I was watching a piece this week on uh, Itzhak Perlman talking about the violin and his wife is talking about music and the ability to feel like that. Is what separates us from the animal kingdom because we, mm. we feel and it's through music and music helps us just
0: explore and become and feel on a whole different level you see doc you've never seen the lion king so you've never seen timon and pumba they sing and they dance craig i really gotta apologize for pat sometimes
1: <laughs> he goes off the deep that's end right. <laughs> right you know it's bad enough he runs a marathon gas station but um no i mean i i just think that's great and i know sitting in that hotel in the wonderful downtown hotel in savannah and listening to you it's like i could have sat there for two hours especially mm-hmm. when they're give free wine, <laughs> but it hurt. I, I could have sat there all evening and it's not only the music, but it's the atmosphere. And for me, it takes me to places that I couldn't go otherwise. Mm. And, um, and I can imagine in coffee house conversations or, you know, uh, presentations and things like that, that, that really
0: lends itself to taking things to a whole nother level. Well, and and that's, you know, Craig, it's like, um, you know, people ask uh, Billy Joel, you know, you ever get sick of playing piano, man? Mm-hmm. And, but I've seen Billy Joel in concert several times and seen him on TV and whatnot. He always looks fully engaged playing that song. Sure. And it, I mean, he's played it tens of thousands of times. Right, they still go to practice every day, which is just blows my mind that you would practice like that, he, having having known the song, played it. Most of his bands with been with him for forty years, but all the same guys, but they still do do rehearsals. But when he plays, and he's up on the stage, and he's he's presenting to the people, it's game on. And you can, sh- it, it's not like, hey, I'm this is the nine millionth time that I've sang Piano Man, and I'm just going through the steps. He's yeah. truly trying to create an experience, and that's that's what you get with with you with sharing of, of stories and, and sharing what a song means to you or or uh, right. uh, a struggle. I'm curious, Craig, when you
1: were pre- playing, do you, do you have a uh, you have a certain set of songs that
2: are kind of go to for you? Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Um, I've changed my concerts consistently over a 13 year period but there are a few songs that i've kept almost since the very beginning and my piano man has been you raised me up by josh groban okay and every time i play that song i i talk about how it reminds me of all the people that have come into my life that have contribute contributed to my journey and how talking about that never gets old and communicating that through the same song never gets old so
1: is rock climbing the same way i mean um in some ways i think that in rock climbing you have to be very present and it's a discipline but in some ways when you sing a favorite song it's kind of a flowing from inside
2: out and less of a discipline is that accurate or not i think they can be related you know uh, you talk about a, a flow state. That's why I love rock climbing because it's like a moving meditation for me. Oh, wow. I'm not thinking about anything else. And when I'm playing music, there is a presence, I guess, same as rock climbing to make sure I'm covering my bases, you know, playing the right notes and keeping my hand on the right. <laughs> <laughs> <rock> ledge. <laughs> but uh, that's why i can't i can't sing and play i can't
0: play it's too much focus that's that's the most impressive thing
2: well uh, as i was saying what comes up for me between both is is the flow state it's it's a blissful state it's almost like a meditation oh that's what driving is for me it's like meditation
0: right most most people that ride with me it's like meditation because i look and they have their eyes closed and they're they're uh whispering to themselves. That's um, what the grab okay. handle's on that side of the car for. <laughs> I've ridden with you. <laughs> and it's not meditation, it's it's Danny prayer. I I have a lot yeah. of non-Catholics ride with me that pray the rosary. <laughs> they say they say there's no atheist in the in the uh, box hole. There's also no atheist in my back seat. <laughs> well, I like the way he has
1: got the rosary printed right on the front of each each passenger place. So anyway, right. Um, so have you written much of your own music?
2: I've written a couple of songs through the years. Um, I've really enjoyed the art of taking other people's music and making my own for a long time. And in a cruise ship setting, that's kind of appropriate. You can play one or two of your own songs, but they kind of want to hear things that they know for the most part
0: they want they want to hear Freebird, right and piano man and uh, sweet oh, yeah. carolina <laughs> like, like, I, I i had a friend that went and saw saw somebody playing at a local restaurant bar or something and they said wow the guy played all my favorites like you know all the popular songs like well of course <laughs> that's well, what know, everybody asked for if
1: i remember right craig there was a concert recently where this
0: clown kept yelling out Freebird. <laughs> I, yeah that's next uh, to Ring a bell. (laughs) I know somebody who's prone to doing that and it's really embarrassing. And he also talks about running a marathon. (laughs) (laughs) So, Craig, um, as we wrap things up here, what's one bit of advice you would give to a hesitant person who's interested in music, whether it's for a career or just for recreation?
2: Yeah, good question. Um, I find when anybody enters into music that it can be really easy to to, to learn music and to find yourself performing music that you don't necessarily enjoy. Um, I think that happens a lot, particularly with like classical lessons when you start any instrument. It's like, that's fine to learn the facility, but I want to play an instrument because I want to play music I like. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So... My advice for any person who wants music to be part of their life is to claim that you have the right and you should be learning to play music that you truly enjoy, because that's what it's about.
0: That would give you a big leg up, I would think. Oh, I mean, trying to learn rock, off just so I can work the keyboard. But if I could play, you know, Good Golly Miss Molly or something fun and really... You know, like- like, no, I don't want to wait till week 19 to learn that. I know I need to learn the basics. Teach me the basics with that song.
1: Well, Craig, I can relate because two years ago I picked up the bass guitar. I'm still not very good, but it's only been in the last couple months that, well, for Christmas I got a couple of books and one of them's got like 50 bass songs in it. And I started on the easy one and they had a couple of songs that I really liked, like Trouble, uh, Bridge Over Trouble to Water. Mm -hmm. And it's like I liked that song when it came out and uh, it's fairly easy to play. It's fun to play. Whereas some of these others, if they're too difficult or if I really don't like the song, it's like, why do I wanna do that? It feels like homework
0: and music is supposed to be a joy. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. As we say goodbye to Craig for, for, for this episode, Uh, Don't forget the other episode that we did with Craig where we talked about his experience climbing and falling and rescuing himself down a thousand foot cliff. And in the next episode, wow, stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in. You can engage with us all over social media. Be sure to like, follow, share, or subscribe wherever you're tuned in. And don't forget
2: to leave a review. Until next time, think bigger reach higher and do what you never thought possible